A portal is opened and Azeroth must be defended. Strap on your armor, sharpen your swords, and ready your staves. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast. Welcome to this Warcraft special episode of the Geek Confidential podcast. Joining me today, we have Craig Peters, who (laughs) is back once again. Welcome, Craig. Indeed. Also joining me today are, well, all three of these individuals are my favorite Warcraft players because I know them personally, and we've spent many an hour playing the game together. Also joining me today, we have Casey Eckholm. Welcome. Hello. And we have Dwayne Eckholm. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So this is a movie that I was really looking forward to when I, I started playing Warcraft because Craig got me hooked on it. Uh, before the podcast, I was having to go back and think about how long I'd been playing the game. It was the last six months of Lich King. So, and at that point, I, I was basically just questing, so I didn't really do any endgame content. I just enjoyed the questing experience. Started out on the Alliance side, and then it was like, nope, I want to go to the Horde side. And so I went to the Horde side, and that's where I mostly play now, on Moonguard. But then I have also joined Airy Peak, where I must admit I'm playing Alliance. It's a it's a little bit of a trial and tribulation sometimes. <laughs> Fortunately, I have some wonderful people who I can play with on Airy Peak. Casey, how long have you been playing Warcraft? Um, I have actually been playing right before the start of Wrath of the Lich King. So during Burning Crusade, I played through the Scourge event um, that everybody was in love with. Obviously, as a like brand new player going through Stormwind, going into Goldshire, and people are turning into zombies. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on in this game. Um, obviously, looking backwards now, it was a really great experience to kind of have as my first big wow experience and what classes do you primarily play um my main is definitely going to be my retribution paladin um ivalani i've played my paladin she's my first character that i ever made she's pretty much all i've ever played i've always have played on the alliance side for the alliance um (laughs) i do have a couple horde characters scattered around um that I've played with with some friends. Um, none of them have ever been max level, just kind of some questing stuff, but I'm terrible at questing, so I uh, usually give up after a while. And you and Dwayne are raiders. When the X-Packs are out, you um, actively raid or did the last season. I don't know what your plans are for Legion, but you guys are active raiders. Yes, um, last um, this last expansion i guess um we raided with a couple different teams um got through the content that we wanted to see um i am not a mythic raider i'm not interested in bashing my head up against the wall for hours and hours um but our raid teams um did get through the heroic which is like the second level of raiding um and we'll start raiding once the new expansion comes out we've just kind of taken well i have at least um a break from all of the raid teams that we are currently on uh, just because I've done what I need to do for right now. Dwayne, tell us about your how you got started with WoW and what you're currently playing. Though I, I think I know. 
So I started a, a few months before the Burning Crusade expansion. So we're talking like October and November of 2006. So we're coming up on like 10 years ago I started playing, which is absolutely crazy to me. Uh, so that's basically when I started the Daytime Confidence podcast. <laughs> there you go. So, so some friends of mine said, hey, it'd be really cool if we uh, we all started playing World of Warcraft together. They, uh, so my first character was a, a priest, an undead priest on the on the horde side, and eventually trying to find uh, the ability to. Um, I, mo I moved servers a lot, and then uh, actually took a break after Lich King came out and came back to WoW during the troll patch in Cataclysm, and have been playing ever since the troll patch, and. Uh, I'm now on the Horde side, or on the Alliance side, because Eve brought me over there. Uh, my main character is a mage called Mage of Death. Yes, okay. that is that is uh, based on uh, Mega Death because uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of something clever, and '80s hairband came into <laughs> my head, and 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 I used that. So, so that's that's my main character. That's going to be the character I focus on in in Legion. Now, Craig, uh, you're the one who I blame for my, at times, addiction yes. to War World of Warcraft. You got me hooked on it. Tell us a little bit about your history with it. Well, I started just about the time that uh, Mage of Death started. Um, that was about, well, was on Burning Crusade, was getting ready to come. I can remember the lines for, for Burning Crusade. I can remember standing in that line, which I promised I would never do, but I was there the release night to get my copy of Burning Crusade. But I started about October. It's a funny story. My son owned a, um, a mom and pop video store and I had told everyone I will never play World of Warcraft. It'll never happen. I know it's right up my alley. It's the kind of things I love. And one of his employees got, called me and said, there's a guy here that has two copies, two copies of World of Warcraft and he wants $10 a piece for them. And I said, Oh my God. <laughs> and they were like $30 at the time. And so, uh, I said, yeah, I'll take them. And so that's when I started again, October, 2006. And I got both copies and started two accounts at the same time. I started on a, on a realm called, uh, blades edge. And, uh, I, I was in there for just a little while and someone noticed that I really liked the, the RP kind of thing. And they said, the place you have to go is Moonguard because Moonguard has been around forever. It's got, it's nearly filled with people and you will absolutely love it. So I started all my characters over again in Moonguard and I've been there ever since. So continuously for that entire period of time, except for one month, um, I have been playing not, a, not necessarily every day, not necessarily every week, but continuously except for one month i've been playing constantly the only reason i didn't is because my my computer crashed and i couldn't i couldn't get had to get a new one had to get a new one so i had to wait to get a new okay one. so well moon moon guard was the place where you introduced me to wow um that of course for anybody who plays the game and maybe some people who don't but may be aware of its reputation it has a bit of a reputation but that's pretty much only if you spend a lot of time in goldshire yes um, well, the one, th one I, thing i want to mention is i've done Pretty much everything you could possibly do with the game, uh, from questing to raiding to exploring the entire, every inch of Az Azeroth, I've done it all. So if you ever have any questions. Do you have Lore Master, just out of curiosity? Oh, yeah, I have everything. Okay. I'm a pr uh, professor and 
Explorer okay. and everything. Uh, for me, uh, the characters, the classes that I tend to play, um, Disc Priest was my heart for as long as I can remember, but there have been changes. So under uh, the last expansion, I actually switched to Monk, which I've been doing Mistweaver. And so Mistweaver and Disc Priest is pretty much what I play. But we are here to talk about the movie that tells the story about how it all started, <laughs> Warcraft. Craig, what was your overall impression of the film? Well, I was, I, I was disappointed. I wanted it to be awesome. I wanted it to, to deal with a lot more of the background of characters. And so it was, it, in some sense, it was awesome. The CGI was great. I wasn't distracted by the orcs. I thought I, I became very close to a couple of the orc characters, got engaged. Um, I liked, um, I liked the, I liked the Alliance characters. I just wanted to know more about them and get had a little more background. So I felt like I was watching uh, a cutscene more than I was an actual well-developed movie. So again, and that's sort of, that's one of the things, the reactions that I've seen as well, where it's people are like, I wish the Alliance characters were as fleshed out as Duratan was. Yep. Casey, what was your overall impression? Well, I will have to go against what Craig says, and I loved it. I mean, as a player myself, most people are like, oh, well, of course you loved it. Um, But I don't really know that lore. I don't know that, you know, the the part that we started at, I... It's not something that I already knew, um, but I went in with the feeling that I was going to love it, and it did everything for me that I needed it to. Um, it was beautiful. I, you know, the... The story itself, I know that people had a lot of issues with it. I just let it, just tell it to me. Tell me what you're going to tell me in this movie. And as a hopeful player um, and lover of all the Blizzard stuff, I hope that they continue so then we have time to go back and tell the story. I think that in one movie, it was too hard for them to give everything that they've given to us over the last 25 years. So I just went in with, hey, I'm going to love it. It's going to be amazing. And for me, it was. Dwayne, one of the things that I've learned about you um, in the years that we've played together and known each other is that you take uh, World of Warcraft seriously. What were your, and, and at times very seriously, very what were serious. your thoughts on the film? I liked the movie. I, I mean, I totally understand and get uh, Craig's point of view. And I even probably share it in some capacity. I, I think that this movie probably is a better three-hour movie. I, I, I'm really excited to see what a director's cut version of this would look like. It felt like it was a bit uh, trimmed down um, a little more than I would have liked it. I, I feel like there was, if it was setting up for like a trilogy or something where I knew it was going to be a trilogy, there there would have been more of that development. But I liked. I, I mean, I liked a lot of the characters. I the, the story was a, a good fantasy story. I, I, I mean, I understood going in that this isn't a World of Warcraft movie. This is actually kind of a original Warcraft, the RTS game story about orcs versus humans, and and just how all that all that works. I, I love how well Duncan Jones took the places and the things about Warcraft and put them into a, into a movie and they didn't look cheesy. And, and it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. I, one of the things I liked about 
Jurassic World, even though I, I know a lot of people pan, you know, panned that, was all the kind of nods to the original Jurassic Park movie. There were a lot of those same sort of nods to to Warcraft and World of Warcraft that 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 really made it fun to 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 see and and watch as the as the story unfolded. They weren't like in your face necessarily, but they were they were there. Well, for me. This was a film that I was really looking forward to. I love it when computer games come to film, but unfortunately, many times they don't always live up to expectation. For me, it was a good film. I think that it was, I mean, there were a lot of points that I liked. I liked the CGI. I liked some of the character development. I think Duratan definitely got the most of it. I especially liked Young Kagar, which we're going to dive into the characters here shortly. Um, I do think, though, that from a purely cinematic standpoint, there were things it was choppy, as Craig pointed out. And and maybe we'll discuss this a little bit later because I do want your thoughts on it. But I walked out of the theater and I had a good feeling about it. I was like, OK, this was a solid movie. It wasn't great, but it was solid. And then I was listening and there were two parents coming out with younger kids and they were like and and they were unrelated. But the kid, they were both asking their children, well, was it good? Did you like it? And the, as the children were responding, the parents started talking to each other and said, we had no clue what was going on. It jumped around way too much for us to figure out what the world was going on. So I was like, OK, as a fan, I probably was able to pick it up more. But it seems like maybe people who didn't had some trouble with it. Let's talk a little bit about the characters. We were introduced to the film through Duratan's eyes, portrayed by Toby Cabell. What do you think, Craig? Um, I love that character. He was everything I wanted him to be and more. I mean, I like um, maybe it was Casey that said this. I played Warcraft and then I played Warcraft, too. And I had I've been a Blizzard fan, played Starcraft and Diablo. So uh, I thought Duratan brought everything I've ever seen that Blizzard can really bring bring to a character. And the only problem, again, was I wanted to see Dur Duratan when he was young and how he got to be a chieftain. I wanted to see some of that background stuff. But as far as – Toby Cabell is, an, is a great actor. He's done some really good work with other films, and he brought it all to Duratan. And I'm, I was blown away by him. That definitely is true. And I guess I should just preface the rest of this discussion. There's going to be lots of spoilers, so if you haven't watched the film and plan on doing it, you've now had your warning. Yeah, you, you, you've just been slightly spoiled, so... Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Dwayne, what did you think about Duratan? I thought he was very much sort of the heart and soul of the film. Duratan was like the star of this movie. He, he was, as you said, well fleshed out. When you think of like the good guy in a movie, he is the good guy. He's he's looking out for his clan and and trying to do what's right for his family. And and it, it was just like if you were going to catch on to this movie or really latch on to a character in this movie, he that character was what was the one that was going to do it for you. Because I mean, he's the first. He's the first face you see in the movie, and you're just kind of rooting from him right from the very start. Casey, one of the things that Warcraft, there's always been the rivalry of Horde versus Alliance. As a, a Alliance lover, w were you a little upset that he was so well fleshed out, but some of the Alliance characters weren't? I would say no, because even though I am definitely Alliance through and through, um, 
like they've said multiple times with this movie, they wanted to show both sides. And I know lots of hordies, uh, yourself included, who aren't terrible people. I mean, you're okay. Yeah, speak, don't speak about him. He is a terrible <laughs> um, And, you know, Duratan is just such an important part of the story of Warcraft and World of Warcraft that you know, they had to make sure that everything they did with him was good. It was good for the character. It was good for the movie. And, and it was amazing. Um, when we went to BlizzCon in 2014, they showed us a snippet of Duratan um, when they from were... The, from that opening scene. Yeah, from that opening scene okay. that they had, that they were still working on through the CGI and everything. And I just remember... Um, watching it and being in such awe of how human, how real he looked. And then what you see in that first scene of he's, he's a guy who's going to be a father and you just see the love between him and his wife. And I, it was just such a great, it was just so amazing. I, I really liked his character. Um, and he, he felt like a chieftain. He felt like, Hey, I'm going to kick your butt, but I'm also going to make, good choices. I was very excited to see that character because like you had mentioned earlier, I sort of had the same experience where I'm not as familiar with a lot of the original lore. A lot of the stuff that I've played has been since late Lich King. And even though I've gone back over it, a lot of times when you're questing and just trying to get to whatever the max level is, you're not necessarily reading all the dialogue. And since I'm not a big dungeon person, I missed a lot of the, of the like storyline elements that you'll get in dungeons and raids. And so for me, it was like, Oh, this is the guy from warlords of Draenor when he, with his original story before we went off into an alternate reality. And I really liked how he was portrayed. I was like, okay, this makes me appreciate the one that we're getting in the lit, the, the most recent expansion that much more. Craig, I know you watch Vikings. What did you think of Travis Fimmel? as Anduin Lothar. I thought, I truly thought he was underutilized. I wanted him to play a prominent role, just as prominent as Duratan, and kind of working again, uh, working off of each other. But having said that, I love Travis Fimmel. Uh, he's, he's the star of Vikings, of course, and love the, love the series. The actor is just amazing. I thought he did a great job in the film. I thought his performance was excellent. But I, again, I wanted to know more about where he came from. I mean, I knew he was related to to Lane's uh, wife, but the, and so I was happy to see that they brought a little bit of that out. But um, still, um, having said that, terrific to have him in the film. Want to see more of him? I wanted to see a little more about, like I said, the background of the alliance. And uh, I, I'd want to see. I wanted to see another film based a little bit more with him as being the the big dog. I can totally see that point because when I was watching the film, I was like, this is the man who has so much presence in Vikings and is so compelling. And I quite feel that way, but I might have been just a little bit distracted by his hair because it was a little bit weird looking. Casey, what did you think of him? His hair. That's what... <laughs> Listen, if you, if you, if you have been, if you have listened to any of the three podcasts, daytime confidential, geek confidential or pop confidential, 
you know that sometimes hair can be a very important element. And it was Luke his is the hair, hair guy. Luke is definitely his hair guy. and Garona's hair both at times took me out of the film. I've seen but Luke's hair you... where where it took me out of the universe for a while. I never knew hair was that important. That is good to know. Hair and makeup yourself, is, Luke. <laughs> listen, hair and makeup is one of the foundations of film because if you get it wrong, sometimes it can um, torpedo the script. What did you think, Casey? So I, I, I liked his character. Um, I did. I wish that he would have been more of had a little bit more presence instead of being like, look, I'm going to kick some booty because um, I really feel like that's what they played towards with him. The storyline with him and his son, it felt like it should have been so much better. Well-developed or fleshed out? Something. Um, Because, uh, spoiler, when he stands there and watches his son get killed, I, I, I didn't get... I didn't feel his emotion. I mean, I was emotional because I'm like, no, this is terrible. And orcs are terrible people. Um, I went back to my alliance, love. And then when I was just like, come on. I mean, he did get a very emotional later um, in the movie, but I felt like there were some missed opportunities for him to really shine. I would agree with that. Now, Dwayne, do you and Casey watch Vikings? Because like what she's pointing out is sort of what I felt in that it was like in Vikings, you'll see him and he's very compelling opposite the characters that play his sons but this wasn't, it didn't quite feel all there for me. Do you guys watch Vikings? And what do you think of his portrayal? We don't. I've been told a bunch of times that, that we definitely need to see it. And so it's it's definitely something we want to see, but we haven't seen it yet. So this was my my, my first exposure to him as as an actor. I, I think I kind of echo everybody else's points in that I was expecting him to be kind of this well-developed, larger-than-life, almost Duraton-like character like Duraton was, so that, you know, they they would balance each other, and it just, he, he's, he, his character and the way, the, just the part that we saw of it in the movie, it just, it wasn't, well, it wasn't nearly that interesting, I guess. He, he, he definitely, I mean, you can tell that he's, He's loyal to the king and loyal to, you know, family and, and wants to do what's right and, and, and that. But it just, it, it felt pretty kind of uh, stereotypical of that kind of character role or that, that kind of what I was expecting. There was nothing kind of deep about it, I guess. And, and like... What Casey said the, the the point about about the um, about his son dying during the movie I didn't you know the, it didn't resonate with me very much I, I I hope that doesn't make me a bad person it just oh if you're a bad I was, person <laughs> I just I wasn't I I wasn't I, I I don't know what it was but like the first time you see him uh, you know Callum his, his son in the movie and you're just like. I don't. He might as well have been wearing like a red shirt from Star Trek or something, because it just seemed like I, 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 I don't know. It just seemed like I don't think he's going to last the whole movie, or he's going to he be used as a plot no device. Last name in Star yeah, Trek, right? Exactly. So <laughs> it just seemed like there was, you know, and and you could tell he was 
upset as he as as that scene plays out where it's going to happen but it's like i didn't i don't know it just and then and then kind of the the back and forth with Garona wasn't necessarily it felt accelerated i guess would be the best way of putting that as well so i i i think for being like the feature character on the alliance side and then seeing how well developed and how great the Duratan character was on the Horde side. It, it just was a little bit lacking Anduin's character. Well, let's talk a little bit about Garona. Portrayed by Paula Patton, this is the female lead character of the film. So, Casey, let's go to you first on it, and I won't bring up the hair until later. <laughs> I feel like you're picking on me because I'm a woman. Um, anyways. I'm not picking on you because you're a woman. I'm respecting you because you're a woman and letting you go first. Um, I, I liked Garona. Um, in, in regards to the movie in general, there was not um, a lot of str- like women characters, unfortunately. Um, Blizzard does have an issue with with uh, with that. In in general, Warcraft doesn't have a lot of really leading ladies uh, until much later in the expansions. I, I liked her. Um, I, I felt that. W- Looking at the other orcs that we do see, um, which was not many, she and uh, Duratan's wife, which her name's totally spacing on me. Draka. Uh, Draka. Draka. Yes. Yeah. Um, they were really the only two that didn't seem just crazy, bloodthirsty orcs. They they were smart and they were, you know, thought through. Um, I felt that Grona went too easily from. I am an orc and I've been living with orcs and I know that I'm different to I'm practically human. Just like light switch. It was kind of, kind of awkward. And then it, to, was, to, and then it sort of switched back at the end. Right? To, right. to be fair, she was like, you know, in shackles and, and considered an outcast though yeah. from the orcs. So, but that's the point is it, you would think that she would be more orcish where she she wasn't. It was. It was just like she'd been around humans forever, and that wasn't the case. Um, I, though I did like um, some of her interactions with people. Um, her interaction with the queen was a little uh, awkward, um, but I think that that's supposed to be kind of her turning point, where the queen is nice to her, and then she's like, "Oh, okay, I can do this." Um, I wish that her romance with Anduin would have been a little bit more defined because I know that everybody's like, well, it felt rushed. And it's like, yes, it was. It's supposed to be. It's that kind of emotion that you have during a super crazy time in your life. And for them, it was really the craziest time that they had probably came to um, with those feelings and everything. And it was just supposed to be like, hey, you're here. I'm here. We're all in this weird emotional state. Let's just do our thing. Um, but in the end, I really, really liked um, how she stood up to Goldan. Um, I felt like that was probably her best moments in in the movie. So I have a question that hopefully, if you guys don't know the lore, that someone will put in the comments. But did you get the impl- implication that she was possibly Medivh's daughter? Yeah, that's that definitely is... how they... Uh, I mean, is that something from lore, or is that just mm-hmm. the implication that they put in there? 
I don't. I, I think depending on <laughs> what version of the lore you want to go with. Ah, okay. Because uh, I, I was actually doing some reading about this, and I, I don't think or actually she was necessarily Medivh's daughter in in the in the canon of Warcraft. I think that uh-huh. was particularly a decision made for this movie. But I didn't actually catch that the first time. We watched. Oh the yeah, movie. like to me, it was like when he started talking about going to another realm and loving a woman who what wasn't someone he should love with, and then after we've heard her story, I was like, "Wait a second, are, are they saying what I think they're saying?" What did you think of uh, Garona, Dwayne? I, I think she was a, a good bridge between the character was a good bridge between the the, the two sides, and I and I think I think uh, Paula Patton played the played the role pretty well. I guess I didn't have as much problem with with her kind of switching sides as as apparently Casey did. I, I, I mean, I, I think that she, I think it seems perfectly reasonable that she would, you know, after a little bit of kind of misgivings, be willing to 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 help out the the humans when it comes to dealing with the with Gul'dan and that, especially when you when you have the Duratan character, you know, kind of reaching out through her to the to the humans as well so it uh the, the this the scene the scenes that, that she was was in i i which was i think probably most of them she it it was it was Duratown's movie and everyone else is just kind of there with with the exception of ben foster i like i liked medieval but i actually think i would have liked it more if if they hadn't tried to fit that romance with with Anduin in there because it just kind of felt to me a bit too cliche I guess the one thing that I would say about the character that I thought was clever and how they developed it was by having her be the translator um, for between orcish and human I'm not exactly sure how like I know they mentioned it but it was like okay I'm not sure I believe that she learned English that easily but I did think it was clever how they sort of used her as that bridge. Craig, what did you think of the character? I know you like orcish women. Well, first of all, she's she's not human at all. There's no human blood in her, according to the lore that I know about. She's half mm-hmm. drain and she's half drain eye. Yeah, because she's on Draenor and yeah. I mean Yep. And she's Well, and that's why that's has, why I was asking, because like in the movie they sort of made it, they sort of implied it, and that's why I was wondering what people's thoughts were. Exactly. And if you guys know of somebody called Lantrosaur, he's also supposed to be half half drain eye. So they and that's they came up with that look that where they don't really look Draenor at all. They just have a you know, they have a couple things that may you may mistake that. But anyway, regardless of that, um I I I was they gave her more time than I expected, and I thought she did. She gave a pretty good performance considering that, but it was like you said, it was rushed. What I expected this movie to be would be a cutscene from the, the game stretch out, stretched out into a movie. Instead of trying to switch to squeeze all this that's happening into into a two-hour movie, I wanted to see them take one of these cutscenes and stretch it out so we got to know more about the characters and each of the main characters got a chance to really present themselves. I think she was good. I liked watching her on the screen. I was surprised how how enticing her character was considering she was half-orc. Um, but for, with what she had to work, I think she I, I enjoyed her and I enjoyed the, the job that she did. 
And I thought the relationship that came out, uh, it, it was a violent time. It was a rush time. And I really liked the, the relationship between she and, and, uh, and Lothar. I thought it was, I thought it was well done. And I, I was actually kind of surprised that, that I was as pleased by it as I was. But like you said, you don't have any time, you know, spoiler alert, of course, she's, she's doing a bad thing, getting back in with the orcs by the end of the film. So I'd love to see them work with that a little bit more later and um, give them an opportunity to be stuck somewhere for a while. So, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed her and I thought it fit nicely into the whole, the whole, the whole world, but everything, as we've all talked about, seems to be so rushed. Apparently, uh, I'm the only one that didn't like the uh, the the, ed, the the Lothar Garona relationship. Well, just... you just don't like romance, <laughs> Wayne. No, I hate to say it, but when your wife is telling you that, oh, that's well, what what I guess I'd want to know is, or what we should know is, uh, so if Garona learned she she says she learned basically English from all the. Uh, from all the humans that they captured before before she's captured by the humans. And it's like, I think uh, Rosetta Stone needs to figure out how she learned it so fast because that, that would work for them, I think. Well, isn't isn't that a Draenei gift, is to learn languages quickly? Is, is, is that what it is? But she's not half Draenei, so... At least according to the canon, yeah. Dwayne, you mentioned Medivh and yes. Ben Foster. What did you think? Medivh is is a very interesting character from from the game, and I thought Ben Foster did a great job with him. He he seemed as fleshed out as any of the human characters. I I liked his character. I liked the way Ben Foster played him. I am I I think like I said, I think he's the most kind of fleshed out of any of the humans. I I wasn't as familiar, I guess, with the whole guardian. Uh, kind of thing concept. concept because I mean that isn't as, I, I I'm not as familiar with that part of the lore, but yeah it so you know the interactions with uh you know the humans and him being kind of just held up in Karazan and and then you, you call on him when you need him kind of thing I, I I and then he just kind of suddenly appears out of nowhere. All the time. I, I don't know. I, I like. I. I'm a big it's teleportation as yeah. a mage. You should know. What oh how that my works. god! He goes to Karazhan, and they are standing outside Karazhan, and he's like, "We need to get there. We get need to get back to Stormwind fast." Medivh starts doing a a portal or teleport the 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 crew back to Stormwind. I'm like, he's making a mage portal. He's making a mage portal. Oh my god. I don't know. I, I thought that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it was as, awesome. as as dumb as that is of all things. <laughs> as as someone who as someone who in, prefers arcane and fire over frost, I I very much liked seeing the arcane aspect. Uh, Craig, what do you think of Medivh? Oh, I thought uh, he's got great eyes. I'll tell you that right now. Ben Foster has those great eyes, and he just kind of sells he sells that half madness kind of. Um, with, with those, those incredible eyes of his, I love watching the eyes of, of characters and he does have great screen presence. And I mean, you knew it, you knew it to begin with that the guy was really started out being 
being a cool guy trying to do the right thing, but he just looked like he was going to go off the deep end, which of course I knew he already had. I'd been on the raid to Karazad, but um, he, yeah, I thought he did it. I thought he did a terrific job, and he's one of those that really captured one of the human characters that really captured your eye, kept you focused on him when he was in the in in the scene, and I thought he and uh, um, and Cadgar played off each other quite well. And they did. Those two, when they were on the screen together and working, working against or with each other, it 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 kind of really brought some chemistry to the to the uh, to the movie. What I loved about him was the fact that, like for Karazan, I didn't really I coming in late, I didn't really understand the full breadth of what had happened to make that area what it looks like today. I just know that it was one of the places that as a newbie, I thought, I'm going to go down this trail out of Duskwood, <laughs> and I'm going to try and cut across, and then I got my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed that part. Now, Casey, when when I texted you the uh, Friday morning that I had watched it, and we were texting back and forth, and I think the next day you went and we're texting about your guys's event, which we're going to be getting to here in a bit. Fell magic. What did you think of, of Medivh and his fell magic? Oh, so fell magic is one of those repeating storylines in world of Warcraft, um, which for me is sometimes harder um, playing a paladin. I'm for the light. Um, fell magic seems bad is obviously you find out in the movie that it kind of is it makes you go kind of crazy um but i did like to see medivh's kind of inner struggle with uh, the good and the fell magic and trying to control it um i the part that you were talking about in regards to deadwind pass that part where um where Karazhan like explodes, yep. the fell magic explodes out of there. Um, it was again to me just amazing. I put myself right there and I was like, I know exactly where that is. I know exactly where I would be standing on the path or flying in from, you know, a flight path or something like that. Um, so I really enjoyed that they kind of tied that into the story or into the environment that we know through world of Warcraft. Um, I, also, side note, I loved Ben Foster's hair. Since oh, we talked did. about hair, okay. I liked it. I liked it. Since this is a theme. Okay. Craig, Dominic Cooper, uh, uh, played Lane Wynn. What'd you think? Well, <laughs> I thought he was kind of an afterthought in the film. I wanted to know more about him as well. I mean, I know he's the king, but uh, he, there's just nothing there's nothing to him. There's nothing to the character. And though Dominic Cooper did okay with 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 the the character, I don't know who he is. I don't know why he's the king. I don't know hardly anything about him other than what I know from from the little bit of lore about him. He's just the king. And in the film, that's all they talk about. I mean, if you were watching this, if you're watching this as a stranger to to Warcraft, you would have no clue what's going on with this family. Well, for me, one of the things that I thought at first was that Anduin's son was his was Lane's son. Yeah, exactly. Like the one you play in the game. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not playing the game, but who yeah, follows I, I around the game. Uh, yeah, that's. A, but I I knew that wasn't the case. I knew it was. I immediately knew it was. But it, it felt like it was the kid you you had in the game, and so I I was puzzled by the, even the inclusion of him because they just they just didn't make a big deal until of course later in the 
in the film when you find out why he's in there. And he was only in there for one purpose to get Garana to die, to get Garana back with the orcs. You know, that was it for the, um, which was interesting and cool and seemed unnecessary, but still, um, maybe he should have wore a red shirt as well. He should have wore a red shirt. <laughs> it's King Lane instead of King Lane Wren. That way, you know, he's going to yeah. die. Uh, you know, Dwayne, uh, considering all these Star Trek references, if you go out to that movie, I might have to have you back. That's <laughs> the new Star Trek movie. Uh, but go ahead, Greg. Uh, yeah, I, I just, again, it's it was. If you're going to have a character in there, and you're, it's supposed to be a relatively main character who has a huge part of the film. Shouldn't you know a little bit more about their background or where they came from? So, um, once again, he's a seemed like a good actor. Seemed like he was competent. Seems like he had some some good presence, but just not enough, not enough of him to get a feel for him. And okay. I, I always think films ought to be character driven and not story driven and not plot driven. Uh, the plot and the, all that's good, but the characters should really catch you up and get you involved in the film. That's when ticket sales go through the roof. That's when you want to see another film and another film when you really want to know what happens to the characters next. It's the reason why the Lord of the Rings was so successful. Yes, in the book form and in the movie form. What's going to happen to Sam next, you know? Casey, what did you think? I liked um, King Lane. Again, there wasn't a lot of him. Um, There were a couple parts where I was a little confused, like when um, Lothar kind of loses his mind after his son passes, is murdered evilly by the orcs um and then he like pushes into the king when they're there in the the room and the king's just like oh okay somebody take him somewhere i thought that was a little bit weird because there's no way that a king would ever let somebody treat him like that and not give a little bit of a smackdown even if they are related they're friends yeah but still it's your king it's it's different he's your king is supposed to have a presence they're supposed to i mean it's I was a little disappointed in that. Um, I liked his hair, um, and I loved his, <laughs> I loved his armor. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that Luke knows where the, I stand the, in regards to the hair. So the, Hair is important. Whenever we I'm have whenever you. we have any Geek Confidential podcast that's about hair, she's got to be on. No doubt about <laughs> it. Uh, well, I would point out that I am not the only one, because I've been listening to several script writing podcasts, and various other things. And they have also pointed out that hair and makeup can be vital. That's why I hated what I hated Bram Stoker's films. vampire and pan. Both of those hairstyles were Hugh Jackman. And, uh, what's his name in, in, uh, I couldn't, I can't even think about those two movies because those hairstyles drive me absolutely crazy. So yes, hair does matter. That I like the armor, which I, I, uh, feel like they should, put into the movie or into the game because I might actually wear a helm if I get to wear a huge yeah, that, lion. That lion helm. <laughs> it's amazing. So that's the, that is a good point. Dwayne, what'd you think? It, insert random generic King here, basically. I, and, and it's no, no fault to Dominic Cooper. It, it just, he, he was underutilized. Uh, he was a plot device more than anything else. Just to, like you said, bring bring Corona back into the, the into the horde, and I, I mean the other thing is like apparently he thinks he's uh, uh, Jean Luc Picard and needs to go on every away mission too for, <laughs> for whatever reason because 
I mean, I get the first meeting, you know, Duritan says, I want to talk to the human leader and that I get, I kind of get that, but you know, when they're, when they're marching out of Stormwind at the, at the end of the movie for the big, the big kind of conflict at the, at the dark portal and you see him talk to his son, Varian, it's like, Oh, daddy's not coming back. Yep, and that's what you just know from playing the game. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think even even somebody that hasn't played the game could kind of feel that coming, though, too. Yeah. So it was it was a bit heavy-handed with regards to kind of foreshadowing. This brings us to my favorite character of the film, uh, Khadgar, which I I love the fact that once again, just being in Warlords of Draenor for the past how many ever years, sometimes it feels like forever because of garrisons. I, we got to see a lot of Khadgar in the story. And so now I'm getting to see a young Khadgar. Also as sort of a shout out nod to the Daytime Confidential podcast, Sarah Babel was supposed to be on this, but she had something come up at the last minute. And, and as someone who had never actually played Warcraft or World of Warcraft, she was very excited over the fact that Ben Schnitzer, the son of Steven Schnitzer, who was on As the World Turns for many years as Cass Winthrop. Casey, what did you think of Cadgar? I really loved Cadgar. I mean, I I just can't even understand how somebody wouldn't love Cadgar. Um, and he had good hair. He had great hair. Oh my gosh, all the and hair. The, and that mustache. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that. That's <laughs> that is what you call the mage in training mustache. <laughs> um, I I loved his character. Wayne, you need to grow one. <laughs> He's fine. I'll get on that. Um, I, I, I loved his character. I loved the interaction. I loved the humor that he brought. Um, as you pointed out in, uh, Warlords of Draenor, we have gotten a lot of Khadgar action. Um, and he is kind of a funny guy, you know, he's, um, the Khadgar that's in World of Warcraft is obviously completely different time than this Khadgar, um, older but then not older that's another fell magic thing um but i really like this character i liked pretty much all of his scenes i loved watching him do the spells um every time that he went to to do a spell i'm like he is like the you know everyone mage like i just thought it was amazing amazing um that part where he amazing like, i like that that's a thing like that. that is I a like thing that. now we have to do shut that shut up Amazing. Amazing. That's going to come back to haunt you, I can guarantee. I know. Anyways, um, in the scene where Duratan like, is holding his mouth shut, which I loved that they actually silenced the mages by covering their mouths. Um, that's a thing in the game, but I thought that was pretty awesome. When he's like, he's, like, crying, I'm like, oh, I just, I mean, I knew nothing was going to happen to him, but you were kind of worried for a minute and you, you're like, Oh, he's going to pee his pants. That's adorable. So, Dwayne, what'd you think? Cadgar was great. He, he was every, he, he was amazing. It, really. He, okay. he, he was, I, I, I liked, I, I, I liked all, all the scenes, the fact that he kind of figures out what's, what's going on with, with medieval and that. And, and I mean, he was, Kind of your first introdu- introduction to him with Lothar and and that back and forth, you could tell he was kind of 
a bit of the comic relief in the movie, but at the same time, I mean, he kind of he kind of straddled the line between comic relief and also being like an important factor to the movie, which I, you know, I think is kind of probably difficult to pull off, but between the way the character was written and the way he was portrayed on screen, I thought he did a fantastic job. And then just kind of, you know, all the, all the way through that, he was kind of the, a part of kind of all the kind of comedic moments to it. But at the same time, you know, when the, uh, when, when the big dramatic kind of confrontation took place, he was there and he, and he was helping out. And so it, it was, it was, it was perfect. I, watching him uh, with Lothar, I was like, I need Kagar and Lothar in a buddy cop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I mean, it, whether or not it has anything to do with Azeroth, I just need those two actors in a buddy cop movie because it could be so good. Craig, what did you think of Kadgar? You know, I know where Kadgar is going to be. I've deleted a couple characters and advanced a couple back up to the 90s. So I know what Kadgar is going to be and what he's going to do. And all through this movie, I'm thinking, he's going to be a guardian. He's going to be a massive uh, mage. And, of course, my favorite characters are mages and hunters. That's why I like I like Fel because hunters aren't affected by it. Basically, you go out and kill everything that's got Fel in it and you you uh, skin them. But as far as Cadgar and the mage, I love the mage stuff. Every bit of mage stuff is exactly what I do every single day that I play the game. I I mean, I have always, I've always loved the mages. always loved playing them. Frost, fire, and, and, uh, and uh, arcane, love them all. And Cadgar encompassed the humor that I love, the character that I love, hair, I could care less. If it's not really stupid, I'm okay with whatever is there. But, um, but yeah, I, he was funny. He was engaging. He was, he, he took a step back. So he wasn't, he wasn't trying to steal the show, which made his humor and the character itself seem so much more real and so much more the guy who's the, 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 uh, the, the apprentice type, you know, who is kind of, you know, he's going to go someplace. He's trying to step back, but every once in a while he steps out and does his, he, he does something amazing. And that's exactly how I, what I felt about Cadgar and, uh, Snetzer that was playing just, it was just perfect. It was just perfection. Once again, this is a character that you kind of knew when he stepped in the scene. So you did, I didn't need as much background on him as I would have liked to have seen as some of the more primary characters still loved, loved the he, character, loved the actor. He was able to, he was able to ride on the archetype as exactly the reluctant, the reluctant apprentice kind of idea. Yep. Dwayne, what did you think of Daniel Wu as Gul'dan? Oh, he's a bad man. <laughs> he's, he, he is, uh, it, you know, it, it, if you go into this thinking all the orcs are bad, I, I, I da, Daniel Wu as Gul'dan, I think you very quickly understand that he he's he's the bad guy, and he's the one that needs to be stopped, and eventually Duraton figures that out as well and he was he did he did a great job of portraying the, the villain or the bad guy in this movie and he he looked amazing on screen there's a there's a close up right at the very beginning of the movie 
where he's in front of the dark portal before they before they go storming into Azeroth and you get a kind of a close up of 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 Gul'dan's face and just the he he reminds me everything of the the game and and uh just kind of the the presence of him was was really great. He is uh definitely an interesting character and and I think Daniel Wu played him really well throughout throughout the movie and the the see the between kind of just uh you know dealing with uh the other the other orc clans and 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 you know pulling the or getting the the portal up and going and and even creating the uh young the baby goel very early on in the movie that was he 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 was great he was great well and one of the things that he that his character gave us the opportunity to, was to see cameos by a lot of other or of a lot of other orc chieftains or if you're in warlords bosses i know there was one that you wanted to mention in, in addition you you could you get to see uh gromash and you get to see uh black handed so you get to see a lot of the warlords of draenor bosses from the, from like the current expansion that that we're playing not legion that's coming out here in a few months uh that, that are all kind of serving Gul'dan. but so the other orc that i thought was kind of interesting was was kind of duratan's sidekick which was agram Doobhammer. and but he's he 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 in the movie he plays it, it kind of seems like he plays another frostwolf clan uh, member, but I, I think actually in lore he's in a different in a different clan than the than the Frostwolves. So, but I but a lot of the times when Duratan is on screen, Agram's on on screen as well. Uh, uh, I I I thought he was I thought he was interesting. I thought he did a, a good job as well. Casey, what'd you think of Gul'dan? <sighs> Gul'dan, I so playing currently through warlords and then now seeing the movie i'm sick of Gul'dan. i want somebody to freaking (laughs) murder him i'm so sick of him he just is just terrible terrible person and i i am i'm ready for somebody just to murder him obviously he is extremely jana proudmore can come in oh yeah yeah get another strong mage in there Apparently. Yeah, a strong mage and a female. So <laughs> yeah. one of those things that Warcraft is missing. Right. Um, I I liked all the work that they did with, with him. I mean, he just seethed just terribleness and evil. And, and there was no questioning that he was just out for himself. And, and you got to see it definitely progress through the movie. Um with the baby Goel, you're like, oh, maybe he's not terrible. Um, and then, you know, as the movie goes on and he's pretty much just like fighting the orcs, um, you can just really see that him battling that inner struggle with the fell magic. And um, during the the fight scene with him and um, uh, Durtar, or Durtan, um, it was kind of cool to see him without his like cloak and really just more you know the, the or, giant horns in the back yeah oh, oh. <laughs> spikes again Gross. craig like, what do you think i liked those things being ripped out i really love that i mean who doesn't want Gul'dan to get his ass kicked i mean 
anybody that's played the game wants to see Gul'dan get get beaten the snot out of. I mean, and so I think I think that was probably the easiest part to play. I mean, it's really just be as evil as you possibly go on the screen, be as e- evil as you possibly can be. So yes, he was good. Yes, the actor did a fine job. I don't think it was a hard job to make Gul'dan seem awful and terrible and mean spirited and ugly. And yeah, I'd like to see him gone. But on the other hand, you have to have somebody step in and take his place. Um, so agree with everything that everything that Casey said. I think it was that one was a no brainer that there are a lot of people that could have come in and and made Gul'dan look, look bad because he's supposed to. So, and it had to be a fun part to play. That had to be so much fun to step into that role and just be as evil and as snarky and as nasty as you possibly could be. So, did I like did I like him on the screen? Yes. Did I like what he did? Yes. And it's easy for any of us who have ever played WoW to hate Gul'dan and and want him dead, as Casey expressed. So, so. But again, it didn't blow me away. He just was really what he, I expected, almost exactly. So, what did you think were the biggest, um, the strongest plot points of the film? The strongest plot points to me were were the the alliance between the the certainly the alliance between the orcs and the and the humans that comes along a little later in world in World of Warcraft than it did in the. Um, than it did in the film. And so loved that. I thought that was great. Thought that boded well for the future of burning uh the, the burning burning crusade, the, the, the Legion. Um I so I liked that plot point a lot. I think that's it. I think that's really it. The, okay. Casey, what did you think was the strongest plot point or storyline element to the film? This is really a hard one because for me I I thought the st- whole thing was fine so it's hard for me to kind of like nitpick on like one little thing um i I would say that the strongest was probably um just kind of fleshing out the the horde really even though they wanted to make sure that the movie itself was balanced between horde and alliance um i really felt like they did a really good job kind of expressing how the um horde are especially the orc clans um you know they came together because they needed to you could see how strong they are you could see that they're kind of a warrior um like group you know it's it's about you know they'd said even in the movie for orcs war is everything um and so you really kind of see that part you their plot just made so much sense um and what they were trying to do unlike the alliance where you see them bickering um so, continuously continuously yeah they didn't agree and really they never do but i would say that it's probably well they're not okay. well they're not really an alliance yet i mean that's yeah. that's the other thing is, is so you you kind of they they talk laying in in the room with with the other kind of leaders of the uh what ends up being the alliance clans the dwarves the, the high elves that sort of thing they're not an alliance yet they they kind of work with each other when they need to but they're they're not really considered an alliance just yet don't you get the sense that this is some of this may have come from lord of the rings where they the dwarves and the elves are always at each other's throats and and nobody really wanted to work with anybody else that when they when when warcraft came about that they kind of had that in the back of their mind 
That that could be. I I I I definitely could see how that would 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 kind of fit. I I don't. I I guess I'm not sure from a from a kind of a Warcraft lore standpoint if that if that's how how the original kind of coming together of the alliance how that exactly worked or you know how kind of kind of contentious those relationships were before before the alliance was formed um it just seems it 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 it, it very much felt lord of the rings esque though when they when they were in there talking about how they needed to band together to 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 kill the common enemy. So, what was the strongest point for you, Dwayne? So, I, I definitely agree that that like the kind of development or kind of the understanding of of the horde was was probably the probably the best point. I, I also think that just kind of the uh, talking about the whole guardian thing, I think, was really interesting and 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 you know how they're kind of called upon and and how they work with 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 the humans and and that and and Azeroth I guess as a whole and and so I think that that I I think that that was that was really interesting and kind of kind of uh compelling to me but I I I, I might be a bit uh biased in that regards I guess Okay. I thought that it was Kagar's arc. I really enjoyed how he evolved. I loved, and we're going to get to this in a little bit, but I loved how it started out with him dis- discovering the magic in the body, going to Karazhan, and then to other places, which we'll be mentioning in a little bit, because I definitely geeked out at Dal- Dalaran. Um, <laughs> I, I really loved how his story arc progressed. I thought that next to Duratan, it was the strongest, and so I I, I figured I would just point out that. Yeah, Weakest so that- Point. Right. Casey. The love story between Garona and Lothar. Um, even though I liked it and it yes. had a shut up and it had a spot in the movie, I feel like that they should have been a little bit better about explaining that. And maybe even the the part with Garona and Medivh about if they want us to believe that she's half human and that he's her father, then I think that they needed to be a little bit more slap in the face instead of being like, we're just going to skirt around the edges. Because now it's going to have a whole bunch of fanboys arguing over whether or not yeah. it was right. It, it's like the blacklist or something there where you're, is he, yep. isn't he? I don't know. That's kind of weird. Why did he give I'm her a flower? Only her hairdresser knows for sure. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Uh, Dwayne, weakest uh, storyline elements or plot points? I think the, like, just the pacing of the movie in general. I it just, I like I said, I originally, my with my overall impressions, it just felt like it was too fast. There were these, what felt like incomplete scenes where you're jumping back and forth between the two, the two sides, and you're not really, I, I mean, the information that you're given is... I think important and I, I get why it's there. It just kind of, I don't know. It just, it just felt awkward and, and a bit kind of uh, just, just too quick. And and it didn't, it, it uh, I, I definitely could see how people that, that weren't Warcraft fans 
or didn't have at least some background in in Warcraft or or anything like that, I could definitely see how there could be issues trying to figure out what's going on in that. Okay, Craig. Well, the the weakest plot point is I if a king is important to to a nation or to an alliance or to a country, you don't expect the king to sacrifice himself needlessly for a few, I mean, even just for a few people. And so the weakest plot point was if a king is that important, you don't expect him to to let himself be killed or die or put himself in a position where he is because he is important. That's why they don't put kings on the front line usually. That's what happened to Alexander the Great, as you and I were talking about the other day, is he put himself in the front line and guess what? He was gone. His, all of a sudden, his empire starts to fall apart. So that one was the weakest, easily the weakest plot point. I think Casey mentioned that earlier. Um, that, and um, the second was, I think the death of the death of Anduin's, uh Lothar's son was was weak. I don't think, I think him dying would have been fine, but the way they set it up just seemed to be contrived, artificial, and and not conducive to the 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 whole story. And remember. Those of us who play World of Warcraft or who know anything at all about fantasy, everybody comes back. Everybody relives or comes back somehow. Even in even in the game, people are always coming back. The bad guys, maybe maybe the sun will come back um, under the Lich King or something. But anyway, I, I thought that was a weak plot point. We get to that point. Hopefully, we do. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and, and yes, if we do, and we should. Blizzard has more money than God at the at this moment, so they could certainly do the, another film and hopefully do it a little bit better. Maybe get maybe get uh, Joss Whedon to come in and do the next one or something. Um, <laughs> but and you ever everyone knows who Joss Whedon is, I assume. Listen, I would I would be very happy if we could get J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Uh, he, he's very good at he's very good at stabilizing and restarting. I don't franchises. want Singer to do it though. I'll tell you that right now. No, or Snyder. Or Snyder. No, no, Neither no, one. No. Um, uh, anyway, yes, those are the weakest plot points. The other one, of course, is not really a plot point. I'm going to go back to that again. Is why in the world don't you tell tell a small story with great characters? Build up to the big story two movies in. Then you're then you're going to get everybody going. Ooh, ah, wow, great. Okay, wow. I want to see what's going to happen to this guy next. So. Try, trying to do too much too fast was it's more than just a plot clock plot point but you get my point do you, okay. do you think that they just didn't think that they're going to get another movie or didn't want to assume that they were going to get another movie no i don't they're, think that at all i think really? that they i think that they they have so much money and they're going to make money out of this deal there's no doubt they'll make money i think they want it i think they want this to be a franchise i actually think that you might have a point because this was a film that had a lot of stops, stops and starts. And I think that by the time they got far enough into it, that it was like, okay, as long as we break even, we're good. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, originally, I, I think originally, I, or I, I, you know, I think they're happy just to get a movie made. But yeah. and I think the way it was edited in that, I think that it felt like they were just like, let's try and put the best possible movie we can out there and hope it does well enough that we can be a fran, a, you know, make it into a franchise. I, I, I you know when the, when this that. I was going to say when 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 the first talk of a Warcraft movie started, I mean we hadn't seen the likes of a Marvel universe, we hadn't seen necessarily. 
the how big Lord of the Rings would be or or the Matrix or any of these like really big sort of fantasy trilogy sort of movies. And so I, I, I almost feel like they they you know, even though they spent like hundred and sixty million dollars to put this thing out there, I, I, I still kind of feel like they only kind of expect that they're they that they're hedging their bets and, and maybe only expecting they'd get one chance. Well, and I and I I think you're onto something. I mean, this is a film that did have stops and starts to get where it is, and I I different think that, directors, different yep, screenwriters. Different it, it went through a lot to get where we're at, and I I think it's a great accomplishment that it has been as successful as it is, and we're going to get to the box office here in a moment because it is now the most successful video game movie ever. With this film, it's going to have to make at least four hundred million dollars or more to break even between the production costs and the advertising. I think that when it came down to it, they, there might have been an element of they were so far along that they needed to try and do what you said is basically throw the kitchen sink at it to get as much in as possible in the hopes that it would be enough to make enough money. We'll discuss that a little bit more when we get to the box office discussion. Um, well, I wanted to understand what, what he said. What what you're saying is you thought there wouldn't be another movie coming along at some point? I I, th- I think that for a large majority of the production of the film, I think they probably didn't think that there was going to be more than one movie. Yes. Okay, that's and, and 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 so I think that I think that that ended up being why so much got packed into this 2 hours. I think that that's, you know, I I I, I think well, that's why it's interesting because they went and changed the name late to like Warcraft beginning from Warcraft. Yes. And I think that's why you're onto something with that. And it wasn't until like late last year that, that, you know, at her, it, I'm trying to think that it was sometime actually, was it late in like December or January or maybe even February that this went from a, early may release to a middle of june release and so you know i i think that once they got to post-production and 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 kind of nearing the end of of getting this thing finalized that i think that they thought they had a good enough shot that there was going to be more than one movie i just don't think that at least initially during filming and during the first kind of year after that, that they necessarily thought they were going to get more than one. Okay, now I understand. Okay. Casey, what did you geek out about most? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I think everything is, like, the correct answer, but I would say my top three things. The cities, seeing Iron Forge and seeing that part where the <laughs> Where he's giving Lothar the boomstick. I I love that. It felt like Iron Forge. Um, Iron Forge was definitely so particular in the feeling that I I love that. Um, when they finally showed Stormwind, I was just like, oh my god, I'm home. Um, I loved it. Um, obviously, um, Dalaran. Uh, I had a little bit of issues that it was floating because by then it wasn't. But anyways, um, I loved it I, when they flew in the Griffin there um, and they landed in that area. I was like, that's oh, yeah. exactly where the flight path goes to. Oh, my gosh. Um, I really did love that. Um, the Murloc in the beginning, um, I was just like, they get us. 
like they're riding through the area that I know really well. Um, so I really like that. And then um, lastly, there was a flight path. I'm um, kind of like within the middle end of the movie um, flying into Stormwind. And yeah, it, the Griffin that a Griffin dog. Yep. And but it was it, it is the flight path that everyone who's ever played Alliance and has flown into Stormwind has taken. And I was just like, oh, my God, I was just freaking out. And the, the guy is like, whoa, 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 because I'm like, that's what I would do if I was, you know. <laughs> but um, those are probably my my just makes me tear up just thinking about it. It was just so amazing to me. Dwayne, what did you geek out about most? All the mage stuff. I, I see, Seeing Cadgar doing all those arcane spells that I've been playing with for for the last, you know, few years, you know, arcane blasting a, a, an orc early in the movie using uh, arcane missiles during the during the uh, big kind of climactic scene. He's writing on the ground to create a rune of power. It was just, it was just fantastic. Those nasty runes of power yes. don't allow you very much mobility. In driving <laughs> I, I'm not saying I like them in game, but watching, watching him like start to make yeah. one was great. Yep. And then like, uh, just the, the nods to, to, to the world of Warcraft and, and the franchise seeing, uh, the uh, human party when they go out, kind of scouting and seeing a summoning stone in the background, and like like Casey mentioned, the Murloc and and just different things like that, and seeing Dalaran and and Stormwind, the these big panoramic shots of these cities that that I've been playing in for so long, it was just oh my god, Mage Portal! That's 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 what it is. It, it was great. Craig, what'd you get? Well, the thing over? I geeked out the most, and and to to uh, change a word I used on, on another podcast, I had a wargasm when he when Anduin jumped off of the cliff and landed on the Griffin. I mean, I just exactly I went nuts watching him jump, leap off a cliff, and land on the Griffin. I just absolutely that's my geek moment right there. Love the boomstick. Love the love the 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 mage portals. I loved everything about it, but when he leaped off and jumped on that Griffin, I know how long, and I'm sure that uh, um, that others remember how long it took back when it was really hard to level to ever even get a riding mount, let alone when they added flying in. So that that just absolutely took me took me out of out of it. I loved flying into Dalaran. I loved I loved so much about this. I geeked out constantly, but that that flying, the, the leaping onto the Griffin was the biggie for me. Hey, I have to I have to give a shout out to the polymorph too. How great was the, the sheep? Poly- polymorph the, the sheep. The, yes. The, that was fun. That's that fun. was that was literally just like we are in a room full of a hundred people and everyone, <laughs> mage or not, everyone nah. laughed about about nah. the uh, polymorph. Yes. Anyone who has ever PvP'd knows what that is painful for. Uh, my geek out moments I mentioned one already Dalaran I loved the, uh, the arrival in Dalaran I loved the Kirin Tor I, I really liked Ironforge and the dwarves I thought that the CGI that they did for the dwarves is really good I was a little bit disappointed with the CGI for or makeup whatever it is that were for the night elves and the Draenei but um, for the dwarves and for other aspects I really liked it 
But baby thrall. I mean, I know I was watching that movie and I was like, okay, I've got to go back after this is done and figure out the names because little baby Goel was like, that's thrall. I'm through the whole movie. I'm like, that's thrall. That's thrall. That's thrall. It's like, but they don't keep calling him thrall. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go back and do some research on this afterwards. But he was so cute. And the way they ended it with him, (laughs) it was just adorable. Let's talk a little bit about the CGI. I mean, I know we've touched on it. Is there anything that we missed from the CGI that you want to cover, uh, Casey? Not really. Um, I am not one of those people that notices bad CGI. I will be honest that some people were like, oh, this or this. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't notice that. Um, So I didn't really have any problems with anything that felt like a little awkward or out of place. Um, I was just pretty much like, look at all this stuff. But that's just me. For me, one of the things that sort of took me out of it was the Golem. I know that that's sort of what they look like um, in the game, but the thing about the game is that they don't have as good a graphics as a film, so that was a little bit disappointing for me. Dwayne, was there anything that you that you thought, loved, or hated about the CGI that we haven't discussed? They really made the magic look real, both the fell magic as well as the, the arcane and magic i I also think that any of the any of the cgi work that was done with regards to say Gul'dan or or any of the orcs i i mean i think they, they were spot on you you would you had some really really nice close-up shots of of the the actors as well as some of the the, the um kind of shots of of throngs of the horde as they're getting ready to come through the 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 dark portal and they all they all looked real enough to me that, that even even seeing it in an IMAX screen it, it looked great so not, nothing that that stands out to me that was particularly bad were you guys watching an IMAX so the we actually have seen the movie twice the first okay. time we saw it just kind of in a, in a in a regular sort of experience and yep. and then the second time we saw it in an i uh, an ultra screen with Dolby Atmos sound, and so okay. we had a a, a much, uh, at least a, a better sounding movie okay. the second time. But you time. didn't actually go to a, like an IMAX. No, Craig, what did you think of the CGI? Was there anything that we've discussed that or haven't discussed that you wanted to bring up? Well, the only thing, I don't usually go to movies in 3D. I just don't like it. Technology seems like it was 40 years ago, but in this case, I went to see it in 3D and. Uh, found no reason whatsoever to see it in 3d as i usually don't um i thought the cgi was fine i didn't wasn't taken out uh of anything by the by the the uh by the orcs which i was worried about except the baby there were a couple times when the baby looked really kind of fakey but he was so cute i overlooked it so i'll overlook the uh, little thrall because he was so cute but other than that, the CGI never, sometimes it does take me completely out of the film. In this case, a couple of the the rune drawings and the portals were a little bit, uh, a little bit kind of off, but not so much that most people would notice it didn't have a kind of a jaded eye. So all in all, I thought the, the CGI was just fine. Well, before we go on to the box office and a few other things, let's share our ratings. Casey, out of five stars, what would you give this? 4.25. 
4.25? Okay. I, I, I mean, for me, it was definitely more than a 4. I mean, if I was talking just purely just the experience of the whole thing, I would say a 5. But looking back and watching it for the second time, so. Dwayne? If we're getting down to the uh, the point, I guess it would be just just under a 4. So... 3.75 or 3.75 something, okay. something like that it was it was definitely a movie that i well, i've seen twice so in the theater so I, that that should say something i don't i don't see tons of movies in the theater necessarily and so going to see see it once is is something and then going to see it more than once is is probably you know a sign that it was actually pretty good uh but ah oh, the power of fandom right? yes the, exactly so okay. but uh, story was good the acting w- was good the the this all every everything about it just uh, it was it was good i but it could have been a little bit better and i really would have would have geeked out on it Craig, uh, you and I have talked about movies on podcasts for years. Recently, we talked about the X-Men Apocalypse uh, one for the Geek Confidential podcast. We talked about Captain America Civil War and Batman versus Superman on Pop Confidential. What? And then you're on the Movie Madness podcast on top of all that. Yep. What are you? What is your score? I'm going to give it a dead even two and a half out of five. I Okay. I, you know, it was not a movie I need to see again, which would have put it at a three. It's not a movie I would avoid, which would have put it at a two. I liked I liked a lot of it, but they did not do anywhere near what they could with it, which puts it at a dead even two and a half. Okay. Um, I would probably give it a two and a half as well, though I'm going to give it to, as a three because in, in this case, I do plan on watching it one more time, hopefully while it's in theaters, and I will buy the DVD because as much money as Blizzard has gotten from me over the years, I know I'll be supporting this. And <laughs> listen, as a Horde player who prefers Horde, a lot of the characters that I want to see did not make it into the film. And so if I want to get another yeah. one of these... And, and have any hope of seeing the Horde side of the um, the Alliance on the Horde side, I need another film. Okay, so a little I'm going to give it a three. A little hint for everybody, all you World of Warcraft I players. I play goblins and belfs. Goblins, belfs, and occasionally a tauren. I play drainy and human and usually hunters and mages. But what I was going to say is, wait until Legion comes out, because guess what? There will probably be a sale on the movie. Well, it won't be out that quick in, on DVD. I know, but wait until after oh. then is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the box office. Uh, as of this recording, it is in its second week. Um, it dropped 73% from the opening weekend. However, it is still the largest video game adaptation. According to Forbes, it says Warcraft is not only the biggest video game movie ever, it will soon be the first one to cross $400 million worldwide. It says China saved it from being a disaster, but it's not the kind of leggy performance here domestically or anywhere else that inspires confidence in a Warcraft 2. So what did you think? Did you think it came in with, within expectations? or did, Craig? Absolutely not. I think, unfortunately, it is too much for fanboys, and so it lost a lot of the crowd. It could have gotten by word of mouth if some people had come to see it and said, wow, you can't believe this. I don't think that's going on. So I think it's well below what I expected, well below the blockbuster I hoped for, and it barely going to do another movie if they don't 
get some. China's going to save it. All those people in China who play thank, are going to be the ones that save it for the rest of thank us. You, they th- thank you, Chinese people. Okay. Dwayne? I, I would have to think that it probably was a disappointment in a stateside at, at the very least. And because I, I think that, you know, the fact that it's only what going to be in the 40 to, to $50 million range in the, in the U S something, yep. something like that. And, and given the amount of money they put into it, I, I would think that, that, that it has to be a disappointment, but you know, I, us fanboys only have so much money to spend. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> some other people do have to go, and so you know, I, I I definitely encourage people that that like Warcraft to go see it because I think that they will enjoy it, and hopefully, enough of us will go that that we can get another another crack at at at, at a uh, a Warcraft story because I do think all the a lot of the stories that are in Warcraft, you know, particularly the Lich King and and different things like that, are very compelling and and would adapt themselves very well to 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 a movie. And uh, so I, I I hope to I hope that that happens. Casey, I want to sort of get your opinion on this, but from a, possibly a different angle because one of the things that I was sort of thinking as I was watching this is was this the right Blizzard film to put out as a film first? I'm concerned that the box office for Warcraft is going to impede us from getting other potential franchise films. For example, Overwatch, which they just released the new first-person shooter, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. The animation in that and the clips that they have put out promoting the launch of that game have been so good. It's like, I want a movie, and I really think that based on those clips that Blizzard could produce a, like a Pixar Incredibles equivalent type film. And so do you think that if it doesn't do as well, that it could hurt a potential, like if they were ever to consider doing Overwatch? I think that it's going to be a little bit different because yes, it's going to have Blizzard's name on it, but most people who aren't really big into video games probably aren't going to notice like, Oh, Hey, remember that? One movie about orcs that Live totally action. flopped a while ago. Um, that th- this is the same people that put out this movie. I don't think that it will hurt something if they do it well. Um, I- I'm worried that this may have been too far back, and I've told this to multiple people that if they were really going to make a movie just to make money, then they should have done it like six years ago. Or more when world when World of Warcraft the, was in its prime, but, at the peak of Lich King, right? right? But now, yep. I mean, they still did the movie because they want to tell a story, and since the time frame in this particular movie is set so far back, that I think that yes, they were maybe a little bit disappointed, but I think that they made as close to the movie as they wanted to make based off what they wanted to do. And I think the box office is, yeah, a little bit disappointing, but because they're going so back, so far back in the lore that I think they maybe even expected it a little bit. 
And that actually brings up a good point. And I'm going to go around the circle. It's not on the outline, but I'm going to go around the circle. Do you think that there might have been a better starting point for them to launch the franchise? And if so, where would it be as a film? Um, I probably would have said about where maybe not vanilla World of Warcraft, the original, but somewhere like there in Burning Crusade. Um, Okay. Just because that's the story that the quote-unquote fanboys and girls all have really been part of. I mean, when was the last time that you played the RTS Warcraft or Warcraft 2? Yeah. It's it's been a long time. And not everybody is great with lore. I'm not. I play the game, but y- you know, I I don't There's a lot of people who play for absolutely no lore. Right. So, I think that maybe something that started within World of Warcraft would have been could could have been better, but Dwayne, do you think there would have been a could have been a or a better starting point for the film than going back to the beginning? I think if you're taking one movie, one story, and making a movie out of it, it has to be Arthas, the Lich King. I, I, I just, you know, given given the popularity of the game at the time, I, I think that you'd capture the the imagination, I guess, of anybody that played at that time. And I think the story is is compelling enough if you, you know, tell it correctly that people even that aren't familiar with with Wrath of the Lich King, the expansion, could find the movie interesting. It, it kind of, it, it almost, but but then the question is, is well, where do you go from there if it is a box office success? And, I think you could, I think you could do it. I mean, look at the Lord of the Rings. They did the Lord of the Rings, and then they went back and did the Hobbit. It is, I mean, that is that it, that's definitely true. Uh, you know, so i personally if i wanted to if i was hoping for a story to see the arthas arthas the lich king story would be the story that i would want to see in a movie and and especially given the budget that they ended up investing in this movie i i think that potentially you could have done a a a pretty good a a pretty good version of that story as well and and uh, you know Again, it's all all a matter of, I guess, how it's executed. But it, uh, that would have been that would have been the one that I would would have. And then the question, then then try going back before that if need be. Okay, Craig, do you think that they started out in the right place, or should they have used a different I've, expansion? I think they should have done one of two things: gone to the point where where Anduin Lothar meets uh, Rin, uh, Lane Rin, before he becomes king. And start from way back in the past, and develop the characters so we already know them by the time they get to be, to be leaders. Or they do, either the burning when the burning crusade is starting to threaten the world. The orcs and the humans have been fighting forever, and all of a sudden there's the th- the threat from the burning legion. Arthas would be fine, but that's way into the story. But if you just show where the orcs and the humans have to get together because the burning legion is threatening them both then you get the sense of of them all working together and sitting at council together and you get some time to develop their characters from there so much earlier than the beginning of world of warcraft or probably burning legion would be my my suggestion when they have to they have to become partners in trying to defeat this horror that's coming that would be my my suggestion Well, I want to dive a little bit more into the fandom of World of Warcraft and the Warcraft film because 
As part of all this, Casey, you were one of the party coordinators for the CTR Presents a Well-Played Party, which was a big get-together for uh, Warcraft fans in Minneapolis. You guys rented out a movie theater, you had weekend events, and a a whole bunch of people were able to come together. For those who may not be familiar, uh, CTR is Convert to Raid. They have a number of alliance guilds on Airy Peak. Tell us a little bit about that event and what all went into it. What were some of the moments that stood out for you there? And then I'll get the same from Dwayne. So um, the Convert to Raid Guild on Airy Peak Alliance, uh, we currently have 10 sub-guilds, usually pretty full all the time. Um, we, for the last few years, have been um, doing a BlizzCon, which is the convention for Blizzard um, party, and have been kickstarting that to just kind of get everybody together, the community of Blizzard games, um, just to kind of get together and, and hang out. Um, well played is just to kind of so- celebrate the community and to have an opportunity for everybody to get together for events such as this one. Um, so the Warcraft movie event um, has been being planned for about a year or more. Um, we are lucky that our leader, Pat Crane, who does many podcasts, um, was able to secure a movie theater in the Minneapolis area. And we did Eventbrite for the 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 meetup. And we had all 150 tickets secured um, within a matter of days. Um, which was awesome. It really gave us the opportunity to say, at least for this one part of of the event, we're all going to get together and we're going to watch this movie about a a, a game that we love. Um, and we had almost all the people show up. I mean, we probably had about 115 to 120 people um, that actually showed up. Obviously when you plan something really far in advance, there might be opportunities where you can't make it, but um, it was awesome just to kind of get everybody together. Um, Pat and our um, lead coordinator, Jewel Scott um, talked before the movie. We gave away a bunch of free stuff that we had t-shirts and, and such. Um, and so it was really just great just to get together with everybody um, and at the hotel that we had secured some rooms, we also had a meeting space um, that had room for oh, 60 people, I'd say. Well, it probably didn't a really tight, have room. That would have been a tight 60 people. Well, we had about that many. Uh, yeah, it was pretty close. Pretty close. It probably doesn't have room for fifty or for sixty people, but we kind of made it fit. Um, and we just kind of all hung out together when we weren't doing stuff, playing games, chit chatting. It gave us an opportunity to really talk about the movie. Um, and then Jules and Pat did a little mini podcast episode for um for the event and which i'm looking forward to listening to have not listened to that <laughs> yeah, yet it's it's crazy um it was a good time though on friday night before we went to the movie um we had a hearthstone um fireside gathering that we did a little tournament with um and i understand Dwayne might have just by chance one uh, said tournament he is pretty amazing <laughs> um uh. I'm amazing, yes. He's amazing. I have absolutely no idea how to play Hearthstone, so it's not like I could have been like, oh, I'm going to totally... I mean, you can't really cheat to get people to win, but um, it was... I have, a question. I have a question. Yeah. Do you, 
do you play have you ever played magic the gathering not really how about doing yeah i i i got exposed to it a little bit some some friends i know do play it but i really don't play it no it made hearthstone really easy for me when i started that though i never yeah i I, i've heard that that hearthstone is a lot like it only much more simplified so yes that doesn't surprise me yeah so i tried it it was fun but i didn't want to spend any i got into magic the gathering i didn't want to spend any money on hearthstone <laughs> well you can play it for free but uh go ahead casey finish up <laughs> yep but um so we had that and then it was just an overall great weekend um we called it like mini blizzcon because it was nice just to kind of get together with your fellow geeks who kind of love the same things that you love and just really have the time to to chit chat and and everything and that's really what our events are about and that's really what the ctr guild is about it's just the community of gamers um doesn't matter you know where you come from or anything like that uh, we had people from all over the united states um our longest traveled person is from sweden um however wow. he is crazy wow. and he comes to all of our events um, which speaking of which you guys have a new, another event coming up at blizzcon, at BlizzCon this year. yes we have a party coming up we are currently on kickstarter <laughs> I guess. feel free to promote it yeah um so that is you know just just another event to get together we'll have lots of giveaways um there'll be booze you know I, like BlizzCon. i know from <laughs> i know last year when you guys were when you were working on it and sp- spending all that time helping with it it was like, boy, that's going to be a fun party. So yeah. if, if this year is anything like last year or this weekend in Minneapolis, that's fantastic. You guys also went on to a roller coaster park, too? Oh, yeah. We went to Valley Fair on Saturday after the movie. Valley Fair is the Minnesota little amusement park. I had never been okay. there before. Um, so it was kind of exciting me to go to a roller coaster park or amusement park in this instance that I hadn't been to before. Um, it was really hot on Saturday though. Like your weather hot. <laughs> like the 118 degrees that like we're that. Is in, yeah. in Phoenix oh, at the moment as we're recording. It was in upper, the upper 90s. Yeah. So Mid to upper not 90s. quite. And you, and you guys have humidity in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So that painful okay yeah but that was really fun so we rode a bunch of rides with uh some of our friends that that were there um and that was that was really nice just to have an event where we just kind of do a little bit of everything um there was some people that hung out at the casino in minnesota uh, mystic lake um on friday night big money, big money. yeah i didn't go we did the hearthstone thing instead because okay. yeah again not wanting to spend money sort of thing so Speaking of Hearthstone, Dwayne, how many rounds did it take for you to eliminate your foes? <laughs> it was it was it was just a, uh, a we had sixteen people, and for just randomly kind of pulling something together like that, I thought that 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 was great. Um, and then we did just a bracket style thing, a, a double elimination, and okay. uh, you know we had people that had had not even really gone through much of the tutorial to to somebody like myself who's only been playing for a few months and we just So you have been very dedicated. I, I have been following your progress <laughs> on Twitter and as someone who has not even been able to win 3 games in Hearthstone so I can get the Warcraft mount, I admire your dedication. Yeah, this is my my you know, they they used to call it uh Warcrack because you couldn't uh you could not uh 
once you started playing, you never stopped. That's kind of how I'm feeling about Hearthstone right now. It just so it's Hearth Crack. Yes, Hearth Crack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Casey, uh, have you guys? Are you guys contemplating having any more, any other like side leagues for your party when you guys do it at BlizzCon, or is that something not under discussion at this point? We are actually thinking about including it in a. Um a stretch goal for the Kickstarter. Um, oh, that's the, awesome. the unfortunate thing about the fireside gatherings is you have to be on the same network for it to be mm-hmm. part of it. Um, and unfortunately at the Hilton um, during BlizzCon, there is a very little network availability. Um, too many nerds, too small of a space, not enough internet. Um, They must love us. (laughs) And so then we would have to obtain internet from them. And we're trying to work out how the logistics of that would be. Um, Just because you do have to give people passwords and stuff like that. Because when you have a party with like the hundreds plus people, um, it's very difficult to keep that secure. So... And if people want to find out more information about the BlizzCon event, where can they find that? You can check out wellplayedparty.com. Um, just just like sounds, no special characters or anything. Uh, you can tra- also check us out on Twitter at wellplayedparty, and that goes directly to our Twitter. I want to just touch on a couple other things. First of all, I don't know how many how many of you guys have actually played it, but we'll go around the circle here. Uh, Blizzard just in, released Overwatch, uh, the first-person shooter. As someone who isn't a huge gamer other than Warcraft, uh, this was my first time playing it. I'm loving it. Um, so far, just because I have no experience, the three characters that I've been playing are Mercy, Farah, and Agent 76. Uh, what are you, Have you, any of you guys played it? I know back at BlizzCon, you guys had a chance to preview it, I think. Dwayne, have you had a chance to play it yet? So I, I pre-ordered it, and I, like you said, I did get a chance the last two BlizzCons to to play it because they had demo uh, demo stations, a lot of them over well over a hundred, I'd say like 120, 150 sort of computers set up to to play Overwatch. Uh, but actually, since it's launched, because I've been bitten by the hearthstone bug i I really have not played it that much uh i we played it during the uh open beta right before it launched and that was a lot of fun Uh, which characters did you play soldier 76 and and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get grief for this but bastion okay so the uh the the guy who gets the most uh, the character that gets the most salt there yes the people get very salty (laughs) it's a lot of fun it's a different take on the first person shooter which i'm not very good at but it the the characters i think are are kind of unique and interesting and the the team play is really cool and i i everybody i know is raving about it and they 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 just love like all the characters so i I definitely should be trying to play more of it. Anybody who follows my Instagram profile knows that I'm a little bit of a a Funko Pop collector. And when I saw that they had Overwatch Funko Pops, I was like, oh boy, here's more money to Blizzard. Casey, um, did you play it in beta and are you playing it now? I did play it in beta. I am not playing it now. I've been a slacker and I have not actually purchased it yet. But I will because of the 
um, Winston pet in World of Warcraft. I can't miss that. Oh, and like the, the okay. other in-game goodies. <laughs> oh and my the, goodness. The Mercy... <laughs> so, so you'll be buying the $60 version yeah. instead of the $40 the, version. The Origins, I... yeah. Yeah, yes. the, the Mercy wings for Diablo are a necessity as well. I like uh, Dwayne. I'm terrible at first-person shooters. The last person per- first-person shooter I probably played in any kind of uh, more than just like in passing was GoldenEye 007, and I was terrible at it. Um, playing it a little bit in the beta was fun. I didn't completely get my butt handed to me. However, you know, if I'm going to spend the time playing a video game, it's probably not going to be that one. With the n- the number of Blizzard games that I do enjoy, um, I, you know, I play World of Warcraft, I play StarCraft, I play Diablo. Um, I just don't know if I, I have time to stick a game Only in. Only so it. many hours in the day. Yes, I don't know in- if I have time. Indeed. <laughs> I don't. I don't have time to put it into a game that I'm. I doubt that I'm going to have fun. Um, which for me, that's what video games are supposed to be. They're supposed to be fun. I don't continue to play them if they are not fun. What I love about it thus far is that it sort of feeds my PvP my PvP preference without long wait times and queues. Craig, have you played it yet? Or are you intending to? I am absolutely not intending to for the very reasons that Casey talked about. Uh, I have World of Warcraft, Diablo 3, and StarCraft 2, which is one of the reasons I would not get into Hearthstone anymore than just trying it out. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, I I am not going to get into Overwatch because I do not I do not need Overcrack to match up to my Warcraft. <laughs> I do not. Okay. <laughs> well, in that Undercrack, case, Wayne. not Overcrack, never. <laughs> when you're able to get your pull yourself away from Hearthstone, let me know, and we'll have to play some Overwatch. That's that. That sounds like that's the best way to play. Is when when you know when you know the other members of your team that that's that 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 well, is the way to play. I had the opportunity to go to PhoenixCon uh, down here, and I went with a friend from the day job, and we have been playing Overwatch a couple times a week, and it has been a blast. So at some point, we'll have to play Dwayne. Definitely. Uh, Finally, as we wrap this thing up, World of Warcraft Legion is being released on August 30th. Going around the circle real quick, based on what you've read, what are you looking forward to most, Casey? Honestly, I love World of Warcraft. And for me, when an expansion comes out, I am happy. It doesn't matter what it ends up being. It doesn't matter what we end up doing. I love it because I love to continue the story with my character, with my friends, and to me... It, it doesn't matter what we do. I have actually not looked up much in regards to the Legion expansion. And for that, I, I don't play Alpha. I don't play Beta. I don't want to find out the story when it's still buggy and weird and they're not 100% ready to give it to us. Um, I'm looking forward to getting my character to level 110 and um, experiencing the story and the raids. Um, the artifact weapons that we have going for all the characters seem very exciting. I tell myself I'm not going to play multiple characters. I'm going to just play my paladin. Um, th- I'm limiting myself to two. <laughs> I think that with the artifact weapons, I will be able to really stick to that. Um, and then right now, I'm just I'm just excited to get back into Azeroth and, and see where the story takes us. 
Dwayne, I am also looking forward to the artifact weapon. I'm really intrigued. And I don't have to worry about making it. I don't have to worry about it dropping. It's just me being able to play, and as I play, it will grow with me. What are you looking forward to? I think the uh, I, I think the artifacts are are kind of the most interesting, and and like what the stories might look like behind getting them. Uh, I, I I wish I had enough time to play through, and, and hope that all those stories are as engaging as some of the some of the previews that that. I've seen on the internet about about getting them the class halls. I'd l- I, I hope that they end up being a little bit better than Garrison's kind of turned out to be. That, that yeah, none being... of us want World of Garrison. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That that was ended up being a bit a bit too much of a of a of a a daily chore. I, I'm looking forward to the changes they announced about about arcane mages. I that's just. That's the the class and spec that I that I have played for a lot, you know, since I started my mage. So I'm looking forward to that. And then demon hunters. I think demon hunters have the potential to be very interesting. And so I, I I'm I'm not going to be one of those people that like the first day runs out and creates a demon hunter and goes through that. But some of the most interesting the starter is going to be changed. yeah, no doubt. But some of the some of the best I, I think experiences in the game over the last few expansions have been when they've introduced new classes or new races and so uh I, i'm interested in seeing what that demon hunter uh area looks like or the the kind of the story on on your character being created and and going through that that initial area uh craig what are you looking forward to i will be demon hunter the first day starting to level it up and get it up as fast as i can <laughs> okay. good luck with that good luck with that in the starting area exactly those of opposite. us who are, who are actually sane will be working on other things yeah, but demon hunter will be my first thing i i hate pandas i love the draino the drainy the draini and the the um dark elves i want more of that i want new classes i like the little characters and and leveling them up i miss that from the early days of and i want a new character class Okay. Weren't, um, weren't they saying gnome hunters were going to be a thing too in Legion? Yeah. So yes, you gotta gotta have a gnome hunter for There you go. I want a gnome hunter. I want a goblin monk. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I need a goblin monk so I can have a little Yoda. Okay. On that note, That's I wanna go around the circle. Weird. Where can people find you on social media, Casey? Yeah, so I am available on Twitter at C K. And then Eckholm, E-C-K-H-O-L-M, as in Mary. That's my personal. It's got all my nerd stuff. You'll see a lot of selfies because I'm kind of obsessed with that. Um, Also, uh, Dwayne and I have been uh, doing a weight loss challenge. The CTR Guild and Well Played Party Group is currently doing a a weight loss challenge um, through BlizzCon. And so Dwayne and I have been very active in in doing that since April, since it started. We did a little um, weight loss challenge for the movie meetup and then are continuing through BlizzCon. So awesome. And don't forget the cat pictures. Oh, and lots of cat pictures. Listen, cat pictures break the internet on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, where can they find you? I'm only on Twitter. It's at 
D Ekholm, same spelling as as Casey's. If you if you're interested in hearing about Hearthstone things, seeing lots of Hearthstone comments about how I'm either doing mildly well or getting completely stomped, that's that that's a good thing. As well as those weight loss updates that that Casey was talking about and. And Star Trek references. I talk a lot of Star Trek, too, it seems like, on the, on the I, internet. What I love about CTR and what Pat Crane has done is he has made such a wonderful community and helped uh, create this wonderful environment that you can have everything from events to wonderful in-game things to something as helpful and for one's well-being as a weight loss challenge. Craig, where can they find you? Well, I do podcasts for moviemadnesspodcast.com. And they, I am Z Movie Maniac on Twitter. Okay. On that note, we thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. <laughs>